0: Welcome to the Dead Ass Podcast. Good looking good, mate. Well, Nico, how you going, mate? Good man. How are you, Brizy? Good, brother. I must. For people who don't know, my name is Brizy and this is our very first episode of the Dead Ass Podcast. Dead Ass, bro. Dead Ass. Where'd and you get
1: that name from?
0: It was actually my wife that came up with oh, it. Oh, really? <laughs> Shout out to Christo. Yeah, Christo. And she came up with the word. I was thinking of all these different names and then Christy just turned around and said, why don't you call a Dead Ass Podcast? Like, it's a serious <laughs> podcast. It was Dead Ass Serious. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but it was like, it was a bit of a a concoction that we sort of put together, eh? Like, we were mm. obviously discussing, so uh, so your your name's Nico, Nico yeah. Smithson. yeah. And uh, we actually had a bit of a a um, conversation with each other on the phone one night, and we'll talk, and then we uh, after your diagnosis, and we will mention about how we need to sit down and talk to each other and get and record some of your stories and your memories and stuff about that eh, bro. Yeah,
1: was that the early in the, like early, the, in the early yeah, yeah. Like I was freaking out. Yeah, yeah bro. Right.
0: Yeah, and we're having those DNMs. Yeah, and uh, so essentially, it was the conversation that we had that. Eventually sparked this whole thing, so I thought it was the most appropriate thing to do. Yeah, was to have you as the very first guest. Yeah, on this podcast series. Appreciate, it, man. No, right. thank you, bro. So, so please tell us a little bit. So for so so for people who are listening, the idea is of these uh, shows, uh, podcasts is to give everyone an opportunity to share their stories and their life and and whatnot and um some good and some bad and some crazy shit and whatever the case may be Mm. but that's what we strung together so so before obviously um you know before there's a main story to be told in what you're going through currently but before we get to that point let's Dive in and let us know a little bit about your childhood and stuff. So you, you grew up in Rocky? You are born in Rocky?
1: Yeah, yeah. Born and raised Rocky.
0: Born and uh, raised Rocky? Yeah.
1: Uh, like I moved out a little bit, ventured out to Brisbane and Mackay, Townsville, here and there, but like always just come back to Rocky. I yep. don't know what it is. Like everyone knows in Rocky it's like not that great to live here, but yeah, I, I guess it's got a pull on me. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, um,
0: and so, you, so you grew up here in Rocky, childhood in Rocky, mm. High school and Rocky, yeah, <laughs> um, and then um, adulthood and Rocky. So it's always been Rocky, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we've we've known each other for probably about. Oh, I was thinking about it the other day. I reckon it's at least twenty plus years. Yeah, so it's been. It was, a- it was even before I started in the funeral. It was. I was in high school. i pre- I was in the low. I was in my low end of high school. I think I was like grade nine or something when I. Yeah. When we first met. Um. And that was at I was at the skate parks on the skating scene. I was mad I was a mad skater. At that time you were in the BMX and there was the local park there at Rocky. It was a it was a fucking rough as shit. <laughs> <laughs> that that <laughs> well, yeah, skate park man, yeah, yeah. fucking headmates. We call
1: it the guillotine, like this place would just <laughs> cut you up where it's just fucking nails and screws coming out, like this tin metal just come up and it was like Wouldn't be a day where someone would leave the park without like a gash in their arm or something.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And then it was like um, you get uh, you you know you get someone turn up that you didn't know and you knew one someone was going home with a broken arm or or stitches. Yeah. (laughs) And it was the most ghetto made concrete half pipe. Yeah. You know they didn't even have coping on at one point. They had to put coping on top of it it with that pry. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but we we also had like. BMX jumps behind that, like, right. that we had all put together, and they would just, it's you know, shoot you to the moon, but you could never really land down ramp. Um,
0: mm. So we essentially we uh, we see so we knew of each other at that point. We yeah. knew of each other, but we didn't sort of really click until after the fact. That after it yeah. was all like after I left high school, and then um, I'd sort of hang around at the skate park there for a while, and um, and then eventually, uh, my oldest boy Hayden wanted to start riding uh i come back into the skate park this mm-hmm. time on a bmx instead of a skateboard yeah essentially had to learn it all over again learn how to ride and, yeah. and you were there yeah <laughs> catching I never, up like it was yeah. like we, we just left and like it just left from last time that we caught we didn't even know it catched up it wasn't even like uh yeah. it, it was years in between
1: yeah well i hadn't left i i've been like at the skate park you know because we had the new one that was built and from the moment that was built i never left that skate park like i rode that every day for fucking probably 12 years or something yeah. you, to the point where it was like you know i was riding there and not really looking for work for a point yeah. there but um my first memory of you was i think you're probably about 17 and um man you're you like you were pr- really ambitious. I remember we sat down. It was like the first time we had like a full fucking like conversation for, yeah. for a few hours, man. But you were telling me that you wanted to be a fire pilot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were, you wanted to go on the, the Navy um, and uh, chase that goal. And then I didn't see you for years after that, man. And then you just showed up. and was like, hey, man, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I just burn bodies now <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh, okay, cool, man <laughs> 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 kind of in the opposite direction of where you go but yeah right totally
0: the opposite yeah <laughs> you instead of
1: going up yeah, you went down the ground
0: now. <laughs> the helping people get down the ground yeah uh yeah that's just, yeah well that's what it was. I was at that time at that point i was i'd been studying to go to Adfa, and i wanted to do um, get, get into the air force defense academy and do some flying yeah. i'd been doing private flying I got my general flying progress test there, and my my father had a plane and whatnot. But um, yeah, and then at that point, and then obviously, you know, the partying, driving cars, scene, yeah, you yeah. know, That's girlfriends, it all that. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, that took precedence over. Education, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> and then and then I uh, fell into the rut of having to go and get a normal job and yeah. do this and do that, and yeah. eventually, yeah, got into the funeral industry, and then didn't look back from that point. Yeah, but that's so uh, you. So to go back, you um, going through. Wh- when did you first start riding? Or was it just something like as a kid? Like you? Yeah,
1: pretty much. Like I remember my stepdad. We put together at like our fir- my first BMX bike. It was basically just tra- from Trash and Treasure, just a yep. dump bike. But we, you know, spray-painted it and then put all new bearings and everything in it and um, put new stickers on it and stuff and had it run a really, really schmick. And then, yeah, just uh, so hit the BMX track up from then. Yeah. So it was
0: the BMX track first?
1: BMX track first and then, like, I got into racing for a little bit there um, and then on and off with the racing. But it was, you know, just um, wherever we found, like, a rocket jump or, like, a pile of dirt, we'd make a rocket jump. And yeah me and the local dudes yeah we just sent it i i got more thrill out of like throwing my body part off the bike and yeah so i just started from there what yeah. was
0: the what was your first trick, trick? x-up <laughs> <It was laughs> x-up X up. yeah, yeah. yeah. no
1: actually no it was a one-hander but then, yeah yeah but when i was sending it over big bigger jumps it was x-ups yeah. yeah and now yeah.
0: you could make them look real stylish too yeah, eh? yeah.
1: oh i did for a yeah pretty oh, i guess so I got them past like click. So was
0: that back in the day where you had the small handlebars, the yeah. seat right up and shit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the <Yeah>. Nyquist years. <laughs> yeah, man. the NyQuest, I even yeah. had a
1: Nyquist signature bike. Did you yeah. really?
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so you so you, you rode all through high school. Did you finish high school?
1: No, I went to year ten. Well, actually, year nine. Uh, yeah, and then we. Uh, I just went to year ten. Um, Tave. Yep. I did like a TAFE equivalent yep. to ten.
0: But like, um, and then so from that point, you still just kept riding. You were riding uh, full yeah. time.
1: Oh, like I, I went to TAFE. So I pretty much spent a few years at TAFE. Uh, like I did my metal and fabrica- uh, fabrication um, mm-hmm. certificate. Uh, did that a couple of times, and um, like I'd always move town or something like that, you know. And then I wouldn't finish it. So, but I was pretty adamant on getting that that certificate in metal and fabrication. Yeah. Um, And yeah, yeah.
0: But you, you always, you always had a bike with you at some point. Yeah, man, always. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, you know, there was like years, like, I I just get stolen all the time. Like, we fucking like Rocky's just bad for theft. Everyone knows that, and Uh, like, you just can't. It doesn't matter where you put your bike, like, it just gets stolen. But yeah, yeah, I always had a bike, man. Tried to anyway. And
0: that was your thing, hey? Like, that was that was your. It's just yeah. I mean,
1: that's. Writing is, like, my – was my escape because, like, my – I guess you would say, like, my upbringing wasn't – you know, everyone's got a fucking shit childhood, really, or, you know, some parts of it. But, man, my writing, like, helped me escape mine. Um, Family life was quite full on, like, yeah, from the get-go, from around 13. Yeah. And so you would always find me at the BMX track or yep. the skate park. That yeah. was your escape. Yeah, was, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, like, I just fucking held on to that for years and years and years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But also, too, I guess, like anything, having that in your life, doing that thing and mm. being there all the time. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. you got good at it. Yeah. Well,
1: I just repetitiveness and, yeah. um, you know, as the years went on, like, oh, it's just guys I idolise, like, you know, I'd watch them ride and then, like, you know, you'd, more DVDs would come out and we'd you know, watch them and see more tricks. i like, oh, that's possible. Like, you know, I can, I can try that. Um, and then, like, yeah, obviously the internet come along where it really blew up. But um, essentially, like, BMX DVDs is where it was at, where I'd get, you know, ideas or, yeah, yeah you know, to progress more.
0: And And, like, so with the... Uh, writing scene, like you started getting really good at it like doing, yeah. to the point where you started doing some traveling yeah. You sort of got on these flow teams. You're, yeah. you're picking up bits and pieces like this and yeah, you, yeah. you had some edits coming out and you had your own videos and whatnot. There was some pretty good shit there, <laughs> man. Like, and then like the, some of that stuff when you're traveling and that, the, uh, but then you also got a knack of, um, filming as well. Yeah. You're getting the, you're, like your edits were always really clean and crisp and you know, you had these good style in which you were doing it.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, like, it was always, you know, like, uh, friends or just guys that wanted to get something together. And I was always, like, keen on, you know, getting amongst that. I love that. Like, you know, someone trying to do something different. Um, There was a couple of dudes from Mackay who started up Flatline back in the day. And they are just regular dudes, man. Is Um, that
0: Flatline still? No, they're not. No, (laughs) 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 no. Yeah, no, they're but um, you know, I actually remember that brand, yeah. When I when when we came back on that scene there back, yeah, that was like the early. So that sort of era of time when we when you and I caught back up and then yeah. Hayden was there and yeah, and then all those boys started and we, that was a big crew at that point. That was like yeah. 2010, 11, 12, I think sort of two thousand nine. It went was on sort for around those a few years. It did. It went yeah. for a fair few, yeah. few years. Yeah, right. I would say two thousand eight
1: to two thousand and twelve or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that, wasn't it? But I mean, like they had it going. They had like BMX jams going, yeah. and like you know, they had adverts and magazines. Or, or the legitimate BMX company, I would say. Um yeah. And yeah, like the partying was pretty sick. Like the road trips and all that. So yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, you know, you got to be careful with the uh, road trips so that you don't get caught up with the partying too much because that can. Kind did of you take get? Over. Did you get caught up with the partying a bit? Oh uh, yeah, we always do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was- like i always did man because i would always go away on these fucking road trips and mm. people would be like yeah man like ride," but there would be like fucking 50 to 100 people I'm like man i can't ride like i just would jam up like i'd just get so shy and um would you yeah, just result to drinking or whatever yeah. partying early and yeah. um yeah wrecking the whole trip straight away <laughs> Getting a black eye or something Not all the time
0: but, yeah. Did, yeah. but once you had a couple of drinks You were right to ride then? Nah no nah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I used to drink way too quick dude Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, so So you were going with that scene
1: Yeah But yeah. I mean like You know I did get to travel um, I travelled a lot Mainly off my own coin Like no one yeah. was paying for it But I had a bit of money saved there and That's all I wanted to do Was just ride different skate parks and film those edits. So, you know, like I put a couple together, but I was still in the learning stages then. So yeah. Of, uh, putting web edits together, but the, I've always loved that. Like, you know, um, the film and the editing and all that,
0: yeah. And you got re- so and you quite, do yeah. have a real natural talent for it, too. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. So well, you, did, you, you see, sort the, of, you see that ride to rest, how you did with it.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's probably the best one I've done. And <laughs> it's like, it's you know, the most ridiculous thing
0: ever. <laughs> like, and it was, oh, geez, I've had so yeah. much feedback from that. Oh, really? Like, good feedback. Yeah, good. People love it. Good. Yeah. yeah. So we'll put a, we'll put a, um, when we do the social media pages, we'll put a link up to it so people yeah. can watch that edit that you made for us. <laughs> well, there is it. For the ride like, to rest one? Yeah, sick.
1: No, I've just been <laughs> visiting the page to do with The melanoma, have been like watching that video. Oh, like, they
0: really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So That's awesome. they really kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, they yeah, get to see a different side. Yeah, of yeah, that's the
1: thing. They always say, like yeah, like, yeah, you come across as like, and then you see these videos, like, oh, yeah, a bit of a yeah. wild
0: dude. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that's what's so good about you. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah the, uh, so we, uh, we had a good, we had a good, really good, uh, click there of riding there for a couple of years, eh? It was fantastic yeah. and uh, yeah. I enjoyed it myself yeah. too. Like I had a blast, man. That was some, that yeah. was some of the best, excuse me, <clears throat> that was some of the best years like, yeah. for me too. Me
1: too, man. And like, you know, you, you had like, you know, you had like the facility kind of yeah. thing to set it up. You had yeah. the ramps set up in your warehouse and like to us, that was fucking cool. You know, the. The idea that like there's this warehouse there and on rainy days we could, we could go, go and ride some. So yeah, just having that there and um, man, so much was going on back then. Like that was the yeah. crazy part of it. Oh, um, well, then you know, we had heaps of skaters and it's yeah, just like it just fucking died. I don't know what happened, but just like it yeah. just went. Hey, yeah.
0: but it's like it's funny how it has those periods where it just washes yeah. in and washes out like the tide, yeah. mate. Like it,
1: it's not like it used to be though. No, like no, it, no. I mean like. 10 12 years ago, like everyone was riding, or yeah. skating. Oh, it was everything. packed, yeah, it was yeah. packed, and now it's just deserted. Like yeah. every time you go past it, there's no one there, everyone's just on their fucking phones, or
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it's it is, sad. it is a sad thing to see there you know, because, like, even like me myself, like when I was growing up, man, like it was a part of my, yeah. it was a part of my. Evolving into an adult, mate. Like it was great. Yeah. Social aspect, hardening you up a bit. Yeah. You got a fair bit of exercise in. Yeah. Um. You got to learn the streets. Yeah. Of know. course. <laughs> All did, the characters eh? it come from. Yeah. It come, it. And, yeah. And, and,
1: like how you interact with them is like, and it helps harden. you on the outs. Like you know, past the BMX track or the skate park for sure. Yeah. You can um, yeah, interact That's, with those people
0: a lot. Yeah. Better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we've got some stories about those. Oh ones. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, the world. <laughs> um, yeah. So so that's so essentially that's how we sort of met over those years and we, we ever since then we've been in contact ever since. Hey. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then um so uh so so the riding pretty much took up most have taken up most of your life. Yeah. Like it's been a part of you forever, hasn't yeah. it? Like and it? to and a
1: point where it was unhealthy, like it was yeah, kind sure. of like that's all I did and I didn't want to look for work and I should yeah. have been working um you know like but I was just so fixated
0: yeah and well, I you guess could it's something I couldn't
1: let go I don't know what it was but it was yeah, hard maybe for me. because that was that yeah. was a comfort for you too yeah, it was probably yeah.
0: a thing you know I'm only guessing but yeah. I would assume that that was That was your comfort spot. That's everything that you've grown up with. You've known like any sort of toughness that you have to endure. You go straight back to that point because that's what you feel comfortable with. Yeah, you know, sure. And but it's all. But also too, like it was your freedom. It was your everything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so true. You know, and you know, uh, as in. But you know that's what makes people so good at certain things too, because in a way get, it does get like an addiction itself. Yeah, that's that, that's, that's basically thing. what it, it was, was an man. addiction. An
1: addiction, yeah. yeah. And then like I couldn't see past it. So like, yeah, it was freedom, but it wasn't freedom because I was getting bored of the park and I wasn't yes. going anywhere else. So like, but I had no money to go anywhere else because yes. I wasn't working. So it was just stupid. Yeah.
0: And then so we, you know, we we, you know, with that writing scene sort of died out after couple of years and like it was it was a good scene and then um you know like Hayden my boy he went he went through uh high school and then sort of he finished high school and then Tyler grew uh sort of started wanting to ride the bikes as well so at that point Hayden was driving himself around Tyler wanted to ride so we all caught back up again not too long ago, and then sort of rekindled that little writing scene there yeah, for a while yeah. again, yeah, which was good. But by this time, so like you and I, we kept in contact regularly. Excuse me. And um, but at that point, you had actually gone on like a completely different tangent. Like you were, you were, um, you weren't drinking. You were sober. Yeah. You know, you'd gone through some tough times that yeah. you persevered oh, yeah. through. Hell yeah. 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 You persevered through those times, yeah. And when I when we when we caught back up again, ironically at the skate park, um, you you were into fitness, yeah, drinking healthy, healthy diet, yeah. You live in a very healthy lifestyle, yeah, man. Yeah, very active and healthy in a good frame, in a good spot. Yeah, I would say physically, mentally as well.
1: Yeah, I think that that's the craziest part, uh, and I kind of like can't wrap my head around it. Is that we all decided to ride at the same time again. Um, yes. and it was like, tw- there's like 20 dudes that all just, you know, all, all tw- gonna ride. I don't know if it was like, because we we're all just like posting videos and we all fell off that and we all decided to meet up. But yeah. I found it like, cause it was weird because no one really knew that anyone was riding. And then all of a sudden it just, just happened. Yeah. And then everyone was like, tw- li- like literally 20 dudes or something at the skate park from mm-hmm. all back in the day from all different generations. Yeah. Um, and we, we age groups just writing again and um, we got
0: that photo too and we put yeah that up, we'll put that up on the thing as well just so but we like
1: yeah like probably the fittest and healthiest like mentally and physically i've been in fucking years and like writing was like getting quite good again too like yes. up to a point where i was like oh shit like i was surprised i was able to pull off like you know new shit as well like, yes yeah, I've struggled with the Baris. bar spins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> fucking yeah. cop shit for years. <laughs> I like, can't right. fucking bar spin. I'm like, oh, no, I can't bar spin, man. But yeah, learning bar spins both ways. I'm like, oh, this is sick. But yeah, just finding that love for it again, but in a different, you know, like knowing,
0: you know, job first and
1: yeah. you know, fucking priorities before writing and all that. So.
0: Yeah, man. But that, that, you know, that. Those some of the man, you'd have some crazy stories to go with your writing scene to go with all that sort of stuff, yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a few there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know the start of them, but I don't know the ending, <laughs>
0: yeah, because yeah. it was it's, usually the it's, same result. Oh, that's what,
1: yeah, always the same result blackout or someone just tells me, like, you know, what it, this is
0: what happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so from that point, you know, this is so. so this leads to the part of the story that, we, that we've been meaning to catch up and talk about and this is what we've been talking about over the phone. So uh, essentially you got diagnosed with melanoma cancer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, the story behind it is that you'd had something, you'd had it on your, uh, on your neck there for a, a long time. Years, was it, that you'd had that? that mole on there you'd had that for a while that
1: mole's been with me like my entire life from like i've looked back through photos and it's been there
0: and you can see them yeah it's there it's just yeah
1: like a silent kill just waiting to fucking
0: erupt before you actually went before you uh, went to go and get it checked uh had you noticed anything happening to it or was anything that you felt differently or was it you know got run that through with us like what yeah experience like what was going on what what happened there
1: um for months before it i noticed that i was having like panic attacks uh hot flushes over the body um like weakness and fatigue Mm -hmm. and you know like kind of like um couldn't focus properly and uh couldn't figure out what it was um i kind of noticed that the the mole had gone black at that point but hadn't blistered so i was like oh like my partner hazel she had brought it up and said that that mole's gone black but you know like we didn't really like think much of it at the time i i just thought that oh it's you know just uh, this is what moles do they change color i was gonna get it looked at but yeah i guess like we left it too long um yeah uh other than the feeling like it, it was months and months and then like when it started blist to blister i was like okay i gotta get this looked at I yep. Went to the GP. Went to my um, GP at the time. Yep. Got it looked at. Um, what did they say? Well, he just said that like it, it's nothing sinister. Um, it, it looks fine to me. And I'm like, okay. Uh, are you sure? Because like it's not normal for a, uh, a mole to blister like that. And he's like, ah, uh, yeah. Um, sometimes moles blister um just with age and stuff like that it's all sim- uh, you know symmetrical or you know this asymmetry is what they say is like it, it hadn't gone like obscured or whatever uh, it was like quite round which to them or which to you know to a health uh professional it would indicate that like it's nothing crazy um sure. and it's all they do is like get a little monocle out and then they look um it's nothing in depth like like a skin cancer like a skin check place would be um, Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I just went off that and,
0: and left and it. So and so that was the first time you went. And then yeah. how long was it until you had another look at it again?
1: Yeah, probably a couple of weeks. Hey, a couple of weeks? Yeah, it it, you just inside. had this
0: feeling that you didn't something wasn't right? No, it
1: doubled inside. It I'm doubled like, inside. Fuck, like, yeah. It, was, shit. it got crusty. I'm like, and then I started looking up, like, fucking melanomas and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, just nodular melanoma kept popping up. I'm like, not similar, but, like, the same. Like, you could just, sure. like, you look into it, but... I went back to the same GP and he basically just said the same thing. And, he, and I said, do you think that like I should go get a fucking like go get it checked up, like go get a scan or something like that? He's like, oh, no, you know, like you can if you want to. But like kind of, it wasn't reassuring me, but I kind of felt reassured. Like, oh, well, if he's not making a big deal about it and he's a fucking doctor, like, all right, well, shoot, it's all right. Yeah. But then like after that, I still didn't feel okay. I thought, like, oh, fuck it, I'll go get a second opinion. And I went to another GP and see, I didn't know like you know what the go is, but like, yeah, yeah I course. guess it's like, it's smarter to go to a skin specialist cause that's their job. Like, you know, um, yeah, this, uh, this second GP, he said the same thing. Yep. Yeah, he, he just said, no, nah, it doesn't look to be like, it's nice and round. It's not like gone crazy. And so I went off that, but like, yeah, it had doubled in size and it was like, yeah, everyone was everyone that I knew on my friends group was just like, "What the fuck is that on your neck?" Yeah, and yeah, I went and got uh, a haircut. I went and got a haircut straight after that second doctor's appointment, and um, my hairdresser was like, "What's that on your neck?" And I just like, you know, kind of like in a cheeky way, just said, "Oh, it's probably fucking cancer." Cause yeah, yeah, and she's like, "It looks it looks like a melanoma. Like, you need to go get that looked at. Like, it, it looks fucking really bad." And I, I, I just agreed to her and said, yeah, okay, all right. But, like, in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, two GPs looked at my neck already. Like, you know, like, a, and then she's like, no, promise me. And she made me promise her. I'm like, oh, fuck, I've got to fucking go do this now. So I went and did it. And then, yeah, sure enough, they did a biopsy. And then four days later, they gave me a call. I was at work at my new job. And... Um, yeah, they, when I got in there, they, they told me the news. They said, Yeah, it's a, a nodular melanoma. And it's, uh, it was a 3.8 millimeter breast slow, which means how deep it was.
0: Yep.
1: Um, And then she was just telling me, like, she actually gave us the worst scenario straight up. Like, you know, she fucking, was like, Yeah, she's she she like, she you, need therapy. You. you need immunotherapy. Yeah. You need fucking this. You need that. And then it was the doctors are like, Oh, no. Usually it's got to be past four millimeters before it's anything of concern.
0: So it was. Point two of a millimeter off. Being yeah, but no. Up, so. When they
1: when they did when they did more of a biopsy, it was um a lot deeper. It, it has deeper. they have roots. Melanomas have roots yes. that you can't see. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, it had gone to four point one millimeters. So yeah. it was enough to get in the lymph nodes and then spread through the body. It was only locally in the neck at that time. Um, yes, where it was just in a couple of lymph nodes. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, when I saw that doctor and yeah he basically said that like you know it's it's spread to the other lymph nodes in your in your neck that was kind of like oh fuck like, this thing's gonna kill me Shit. yeah yeah and then yeah, from, from the, so on.
0: so when they um diagnosed you with that yeah. what was their first protocol they said we're gonna get it removed we're obviously gonna remove it yeah yeah which was a like a week <laughs> later a week later yeah yeah okay. and um then. And uh, where was that? Was that done here in Rocky? Or was it down in Brisbane?
1: Yeah, that was done here in Rocky. Yeah. Uh, they did the first sentinel uh, <coughs> lymph node biopsy. Yeah. They just cut like a, a bigger margin around <coughs> the the existing mole area, and then they they took like a another like a uh, another biopsy from a lymph node to check to see if it had jumped. Yeah, okay. Uh, if it had gone to the nearest lymph node, um, and yeah, when they've they've determined that it spread further. So now I'm like, okay, like we gotta get you in for a PET scan to find out where exactly it's all at.
0: Yeah. And uh, so they did do that. Yeah. And they found that it had spread. Yeah. 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 And then when did they when when did they do that? When at what point did they do that neck operation?
1: Yeah, so that like we did the PET scan and um it was like uh, you know, I can't it'd be weeks
0: yeah. after. Oh just roughly, yeah.
1: Uh, it's a couple of weeks so maybe six weeks after the first you know, they've yeah. done the yeah. I was I'd say about six weeks or where they did the um the the bilateral neck dissection. And yeah. bi- that just means that they cut all the lymph nodes out of your neck. Um there's like two hundred and eight lymph nodes in your neck and they just remove all of it. They just gut your neck. Very
0: aggressive. Yeah, it's so
1: big. full on but like that was they were like, Okay, this this is like you know the best thing that we've got to start with is still just cutting shit out of your neck
0: it was um, uh, i remember seeing the photos yeah, of yeah. post-operation that was, yeah it was yeah brutal man mate.
1: yeah well like oh, i was full on then because i'd caught covid just before i went in as well so <laughs> I like yeah i was like fuck. it was pretty full on just coughing with the stitches in it like yeah, yeah. and um at that time, like there was still lockdown. There was still like pro like protocols with uh, the COVID thing. Sure. So um when they found out that I had fucking COVID after three days of being like on- in oncology, they're like, Oh yeah, we're gonna put you down in um in the uh, COVID ward now. And that was just like eye opening. It was just like fucking Was it really? Yeah, it was really full on to be honest. It was real a bit I wouldn't say trauma uh, maybe a bit traumatic. Yeah. But yeah. Um yeah, just like getting on the first night, like you could hear this guy drowning in his own phlegm yeah. across oh, from sh- me. Yeah, dude. And I was like Like that does not sound good. Like he's just coughing and it's just like he couldn't get it out, but like there was just so much of it on his fucking on his um lungs and like you could hear it and then like I wa- I remember waking like earlier in the morning and then it was a doctor and a nurse and then I remember hearing the doctor say like we need to move him up more on the bed or he's gonna fucking die on this bed tonight like so being out. put in there and this, oh, yeah, it was pretty full on.
0: Far out, dude. Yeah. And how long did you spend at that point? where you in the hospital then? 11 days, man. 11 days. Yeah. And and it was
1: that- this icy cold COVID ward with no fucking sun. Just, uh, yeah. You weren't allowed out of your room and they had security keeping you in your room. Really? Yeah. It was like four people to that room in the ward. Like a prison. Yeah. And then, like, you weren't allowed out to walk up and down the hallway. They did let me at one point and then that nurse got in trouble. I'll, really? Yeah, and I had to stay in the
0: in the room. In the room.
1: Yeah, yeah, for eleven days, which is fucking full on. I was just doing lunges in my room. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, these <laughs> fucking real sick people. And I'm just doing fucking lunges everywhere. So people look at me real strange, like, what the fuck is he doing <laughs> down here? <laughs> but uh, yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Trying to keep fit. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I know. So, uh, so you, you've gone. So this point now, Uh you've. So whereabouts – so you, you're you, down the co-award, you finished there 11 days. Yeah. And then you've had that operation. This whole time too, very aggressive, isn't it? Like yeah. this – like you, how long was it between the two PET scans that you had that you could see that how much had progressed? Uh, what was it – because after that, did you have that second PET scan?
1: Yeah, so the second PET scan, they, they do it every, like, six months, man.
0: So, every six months. Yeah, okay.
1: and that's all I was given um, from my oncologist. From that
0: first point. And when was yeah. that? Because that's when you called me, hey. Yeah. So,
1: oh, wait, sorry, that was after the second PET scan. It was when I got the, um, Wait three, two, yeah. Wait, no, I had a PET scan after it, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So I've had four, four PET scans. Four PET scans. Yeah, I had a PET scan after the operation. Yeah. Disregarding
0: um, the last one yeah but those first those first three that they were progressive yeah every time it was um aggressive yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. so when i called you it would have been on the second one and um it was fucking it was six weeks it was six weeks after the operation dude and uh yeah and um it was fucking everywhere yeah yeah
0: that's and like so uh, i remember you mentioned you'd Called me or texted me. And, uh, I think you called me actually, and um, you told me what was going on. Yeah. Um, and look, man, we you know like we will been very positive this whole time. Yeah, you know, we'll we like, look. You know, one step at a time. You're going through this, but like every at every point that we have a conversation, it seemed like you'd get another fucking kick in the nuts. Yeah, where you know, and and then it was always just the icing on the cake. Where like, yeah. it was just like the COVID, and yeah. then fucking you had a you had an infection or something you had a swelling from the neck yeah so the
1: bilateral oh not the bilateral it was the uh, the abscess on the neck it was just from the sentinel lymph node biopsy and then you know after that they found out that the cancer had spread further yes and then after that the covid yes then after that it was like the next pet scan it was like oh it's fucking spread all over your body now it's in your lungs and your liver and your spine and All your lymph nodes and all your bones and shit. And then, yeah, just like kind of just fucking got worse and worse.
0: Um, I remember, yeah, you know, know, we had a couple of our conversations there where, you know, you'd actually, you'd actually called me and wanted to organize, you wanted to prearrange your funeral. Yeah. You wanted to organize what you wanted to do for uh, for your final hurrah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was hesitant and wanting to do it with you only because I wanted to keep some sort of positive enough for you. But also at the same time, like, you know, I will be honest with you, mate, like I I fucking you know, I I didn't think we'd be sitting here having this conversation right now. Yeah. This far like at that point I think it was you know, I, I think we're looking down the barrel of April or March I think it was what your expectancy was at that point. Yeah. And then constantly getting kicked in the teeth, yeah, with one thing after another. Yeah, and you know you're having that conversation with me about wanting to um, <clears throat> pre- uh, pre-arrange your funeral and whatnot, and you know I'm just like, fuck. I remember I, mate, I, I was fucking bawling my eyes out for you one day there. I just thought, how many times do you need to be kicked in the teeth? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I try not to fucking. You just can't think about that.
0: Oh no! Obviously, yeah. mate, and and look, and that, and that's and like I, you know, and I would never want to put that sort of stuff on you either. Especially yeah. if someone has gone through that stuff and needs as much support as possible. And you know what? Look, mate, you know, people turn around and say, you know, oh, geez, you know, someone must be watching over that person to, really, yeah. to be fuck off. You know what it is? It's that person's will to get through that shit. It's their yeah. per- own personal, uh perseverance that gets them through those hard times, mate. And like Christy and I were talking about it the other day and we were saying that, man, you you know, you must be one of the fucking toughest people that I've ever met in my life. To go (laughs) through the shit that you have (laughs) gone through and to have potentially some really positive news come out just recently. Yeah. But one thing after another and just taking it in your stride, mate, and just fucking moving forward. Yeah. And moving on to the next battle that you had to face. Yeah, because, of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what it. is the next one? I What's don't know. the next? one? Oh, but, yeah. but that's what it was like. Yeah, yeah. And then so, okay, so shit was going south. Mm-hmm. And they said to you at this point, look, the immunotherapy, the first lot that you received yeah, was no good. Yeah, It wasn't helping. No. So at this point they go, look, here's the other option. We've got to fucking double down now. Yeah. But they were they were concerns, wasn't it? They were concerned with the possibility of some side, side effects, effects yeah, from yeah, that yeah. from that immunotherapy, and yeah. that, and and that's and and essentially you did receive side effects from that. Yeah,
1: in the end, like they were trying to avoid it, but um, yeah, ultimately it was my fourth one. It was my last dose too. The last but dose, but like my um, so I've had three oncologists in town here, and so Rocky's like. I guess it's like can get scarce for, you know, for like oncologists or um, palliative care. Like they've only got one oncologist and one palliative care operating like to help out people in the region. Yeah. Um, they, they do have other oncology on site like at the hospital, but they're mainly like their job or their role is to go around to wards in the hospital and take care of people that have, you know, been newly administered. Um, and yeah, so it's, I guess that like, you know, I was j- getting juggled around a lot with other oncologists and then now having to play catch up on what was actually going on with, you know, with my last treatment and all that. Yeah. And it was a bit of a fuck around to be honest. Like I felt like, you know, I was repeating myself all the time yeah. and I say, no, this, you got that wrong it's this, you know, my last double dose was just recently and. And actually, the last time I spoke to my original oncologist, he said that, like, you know, we should probably, like, we up on the double doses because your inflammation markers are up. So he was actually concerned that this ulcerative colitis could happen. Yep. And then this fucking blow through, oncologist come through for a week, and he was only there for a week, and I saw him, and he's like, oh, let's try that double dose again. All right whatever like yeah a fucking, yeah. I just went with it he's a specialist and yeah yeah
0: kind of just and then that's what like happened yeah so I'm <laughs> fucking
1: I, I don't know what that says about <laughs> doctors in yeah.
0: Rocky but yeah, yeah. well I got to a point I well he wasn't that. from Rocky
1: no. so yeah
0: but like leading up to that point so you you obviously had some support from a lot of people as well so it actually made it actually made yeah uh, a, a lot of media attention um, you were on Sunrise program in the morning. Yeah. Friend, friend of yours, humble Jamie. Yeah, yeah uh, Jamie humble. She um, put together a GoFundMe page. Yeah, which received amazing response from people. Um, helped with what it like a bucket list. Essentially, yeah. it, essentially a bucket list, and yeah. to help you do that. And you got to do one thing. Yeah, yeah, and then. Yep. You were ready to do a second thing yeah. and everything went to shit. Yeah,
1: Well, like I, I went to Japan, but also got to go to Nitro Circus and yes. see the fucking yep. Harry Bank triple flip. Um, I traveled around. Like, you know, I went to a few like camping places. Yes. Um, but essentially like, yeah, like the goal was to go to Thailand. I um, yep. spent three weeks there.
0: And it was all pre-booked too or they – No. Had, we was were, it the, somewhat yeah. they – Well, Jetstar
1: had been paid for the G, the Japan flights and accommodation and they were yeah. going to um, pay for the Thailand one as well. Yeah, well, shout out to them that they had <laughs> intentions yeah, of doing that so too. Yeah, crazy. Wasn't that man, awesome of beautiful? A, Yeah. I um, Yeah, everyone's just been – like it's been uh, – it's hard to put a word on, like, you know, how to thank anyone enough or anything like that. Like, it, words don't really feel good enough to, you know, express how grateful you are to people that have fucking just gone out of their way to help. You and know, they don't even know who you are, man. Yeah. Like, there's a lot, like, what do you say to that? Do you think, know what I mean? Like, no, no, of course, I a lot of people don't want that, but like, right. I just fucking wish I could give them something back. You know? I think
0: it's purely the fact that they can take away from the fact that they've helped out something. Yeah. Like yeah. Essentially, essentially needed it at yeah that point in time but in
1: it's just so crazy man like it's just um I, i'm just yeah it's just like surreal to me mm. yeah.
0: yeah yeah mate. it's uh it was beautiful to see that amount of support that was received yeah. from the yeah. general public mate that um you know uh, just well, the, when like they got together to do it it was, just, it was beautiful mate. it yeah. really was
1: well that's so kind of you know like you said that i'm doing on my own but it hasn't it's been like everyone backing me like i feel like everyone's been helping me from the sideline. Yeah. Um, sending me messages of support like so many people have been like so many DMs just like, man, you're doing fucking amazing. Like, you know, that, yeah. that type of thing goes a long way. Um, my partner as well, Hazel, like shoes. Oh, yeah. When I whenever I crack and I start to fail, like I Like no, come on, love. Like you know, fucking amazing support from her, mate. She's been
0: there from you from the since day one. Yeah, she
1: shouldn't be, but she yeah, (laughs) she should (laughs) have left years ago. (laughs) (laughs) The fucking ran to Mara or somewhere to live. Like Like Mara, (laughs) I don't know. Um, (laughs) The first place that came to mind. (laughs) It would be better than that situation at the time.
0: They, um, mate, she'd been there from me from the shout out shout out to hazel yeah Hazel, yeah. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh but like you know so yeah so amazing support mate uh good support network there for you um uh, in that but you know like okay so actually the radio sorry the big, Oh, the radio yeah, people that, one over five yeah like, they you know, helped out too yeah, didn't they
1: yeah there's so many people really but yeah you' got to Got to thank them because they're the ones that got to go star between jet star
0: yes yeah a oh, big shout out to them as well yeah and um so you're at that point where you're ready to go to thailand essentially and then this shit happened yeah you get stuck in the rocky hospital yeah and how long were you in that rocky hospital for at this point this is just before brisbane
1: <sighs> three weeks man. three weeks yeah and so it's just
0: and it was going downhill
1: yeah it was real bad this is yeah. like because the one before i had actually done a hospital trip before it where i'd spent i think it was three weeks as well where i had uh fevers up to 40 degrees um and just like rash all over me it would have been from the immunotherapy from the double dose but um they were trying to find like you know i'd get blood cultures taken every day plus like just blood like needles every day like twice a day and it was just full on um but, yeah, and then after that uh, was the ulcerative colitis. Where it was yeah. just, um, you know, I don't know how else to say, but shitting blood, like just constant. Uh, That's crazy. And it, it's crazy because it wouldn't start until towards the end of the day. You could go through the whole day and it was just like it didn't happen. Yeah. And then as soon as 5 o'clock hit, it was like fucking, you know, like on just timing. No shift then, work. Yeah, and then, like, all the pain would come on um, just from, like, you'd start to, like, shit out the blood. Yeah. Yeah, and then, man, the pain would come on. It was just so full on that you just, man, I know this is very descriptive, but, no, like, no, you get please. on your tiptoes, man, you're just clenching for anything and you're fucking screaming for any type of relief or help. Um, Yeah, it was real full on. And I knew that if I didn't stick with it, I knew where I was going to go, that they were going to, like, operate on me or want to remove shit so yeah. i stuck with it for as long as i could
0: and how did that go
1: well i went eight oh, six weeks i went and um yeah six weeks i went with it and then i it was it was like no i've had enough I, yeah. I can't fucking do this anymore they were just pumping me with painkillers like yeah so much painkillers man and i was just trying anything and uh it was yeah i was getting used to all of the painkillers
0: yep. so yeah so you're getting a tolerance for tolerance it. tolerance for
1: everything and they're yep. like so they're up on the doses and they're like hey nick like you know you're getting used to this like and it's not good to be on this for too long so i'm like yeah right kind of know that already yeah but yeah um
0: and yeah. uh, so and then so essentially you engaged uh, so you, you knew that this something wasn't right, the treatment wasn't right, or something yeah. wasn't right, the re- treatment you received or whatever might be the case. Yeah. And you applied the That right. was after three weeks, yeah. That was after the three weeks, yeah. So you, you applied you, you, yeah the Ryan's rule. Yeah, Ryan's
1: rule. rule. So I called them at like twelve o'clock at night. I called Ryan's rule. It was actually suggested to me by the nurses. They oh. don't want to say who it was, but yeah, of they're like, Yeah, man, you like just I'm not supposed to say this, but you really need to call Ryan's rule because I believe you're not getting the care. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, I, I felt the same anyway. But like within the three weeks I was there, palliative care didn't come and see me once. Um, really? Nah, they didn't come see her. She didn't come and see me like face to face or anything. She got a bit of a grudge against me. Um, but yeah, anyway, so we called Ryan's rule and I told her my situation. And then they got like the whole board, like uh, the whole, you know, who had to come up yep. to see me? Um, and then they reviewed me, and then yeah, I was I was flown out the next day. The next day, yeah, yeah, to it Brisbane. Goes to say, it goes to show you something, on it. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then they put me on stronger painkillers to, to sort it out, because uh, they weren't upping anything, they weren't doing anything, yeah. The um, I was f- feeling pretty much everything, like, yeah, yeah, fuck.
0: yeah, the uh. And then, so how how many weeks in total did you spend down in Brisbane? So you do this was the third week in Rocky, in the hospital, flown down to Brisbane. Yeah, what was the total length of the stay that you spent
1: down? Oh, in all all up it was yeah. eight weeks eight in the weeks hospital. So yeah. Another five
0: down in Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. Now, you got to Brisbane, and they assessed you. And what what happened there from that point?
1: Um. So they basically said that like you have ulcerative colitis, and we believe that you know they they've done a, lot of a few tests where, um, you know, it comes back with the inflammation markers, but also as a way that they can tell—I'm not sure how to be honest—but they just sure. they knew that was the immunotherapy that that was the cause of
0: it. So essentially, the very thing that was to kill the cancer is also killing you yeah well i mean it makes sense yeah and and not to be silly i'm just saying like yeah you know you get this thing that's killing cancer i'm sure it's going to be killing other things as well yeah
1: well it's that's what it It boosts your immune system um it helps fight cancer cells but also it doesn't recognize healthy cells and it'll just start attacking Attacking everything yeah, so if it doesn't – if it can't reckon – it'll just start attacking everything. Yeah. And, then, yeah, and then you're kind of like in a lot of trouble then, which yeah. is what it was doing. Um, sure. And so now we're at a point where uh, we don't know like what treatment to use yet. Um, it's been like th- almost three months since I've had treatment. I, th- I it think really? it could be – yeah, maybe two and a half months, but it's been a while.
0: So the choice came down to – When you're down in Brisbane to um, have your colon removed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that would have been a decision that you didn't take lightly either. Nah.
1: That's why it took so long. It took 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 six weeks. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. Like, just please just get better. I'm not going to have this done and then I'll have an ostomy bag for the rest of my life. Like, you know, because I'm still determined on beating it. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was wearing me down at that point.
0: Yeah. I noticed that you'd lost a lot of weight. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, you know. Yeah. Well, that three weeks they had me on a clear liquid diet, which is just water. If clear liquid is just water, <laughs> unless <laughs> you want fucking lemonade, but uh, yeah, jelly, just nothing. There's no yeah. substance, and um, that's just what we're going because it was just anything you put through my stomach, it would just it would upset it. Like not my, just my uh, my colon, sorry, not my stomach. But yeah, my my bowels would just you know irritate it, and then it would just be a lot worse than what it was. Um, so yeah.
0: Uh. So you've gone so and so you you finally um decided to to go with that operation. Yeah, yeah. You had the operation. Yeah. After the operation took place, did you have any immediate relief, or was there anything? What explain the the feeling after that? Like you say, you risk so you. So you yeah was it was it a relief yeah
1: it was like it just the pain had changed areas but like it wasn't as intense and it was just surgical pain um i still had to get through that but i knew that i was you know it wasn't in my rectum man like yeah it was just all in my stomach so i mean that was huge relief for me um but yeah like there was a lot of discomfort you know i had a drain in me and um, of course yeah, like and and and, and stuff.
0: I could I could only imagine that um, that your m- immune system would have been compromised as well. Yeah, it's and been obviously, compromised yeah, for ages. ages. Yeah. Um, and then I could also imagine that your recovery rate too probably would have been prolonged as well because you'd already been it was already down yeah. from the previous stuff and yeah. So that in itself would have been a whole experience as well. Yeah.
1: Well, they what they do is, is they will try to reverse the effects of immunotherapy with um, certain drugs. Uh, to counteract it um, but you know the type of drugs that they're injecting me with also like had side effects of their own which is like they'd lower your immune system or your ability to heal mm-hmm. and um, yeah so then once the, like you know the ulcer- like they are trying to reverse the ulcerative colitis that didn't work so that was a chance that they, we took um, together and then yeah once that didn't work I had to go through with the surgery. And because of surgery was like they cut you open, like it took a, a long time to heal, like I'm still healing now. Yeah. But yeah, it does lower your immune system. Yeah. Um, to the point where you just you just catch colds. Like I got cold now, but
0: yeah, you just sick all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially that's the repercussions of it.
1: Plus uh um, like your body doesn't really start to absorb food straight away. Like it's gonna take time, but like I'm still quite skinny. If anything, I would probably lose more weight, but it'll take time and yes i'll be able to put the weight back on
0: well i noticed that when i caught up with you down in brisbane yeah uh, i came out to seeing you um you'd lost considerable yeah. considerable amount of weight yeah i oh, had yeah. uh
1: friends mums, like mums, would come in and they could barely look at me <laughs> 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 like i oh, don't know no, it's just like they just act as so much difference like didn't handle it very well. Like sure. I was just like, oh, you've lost so much weight. Like, and they go and buy me like fucking a roast chook from Woolies <laughs> and bring some pasta and some fucking trying to fat you Trying up. to fat me up. I'd leave it there, <laughs> but like when I talk to them, they' am like, oh yeah, like kind of just fucking <laughs> can't even look at your straight. Like, I'm like, fucking hell,
0: like, well, yeah. It'd been well, it'd been quite a long time since I'd actually ran into you because I didn't actually see you at the Rocky Hospital. Yeah, I saw you. I didn't see you.
1: To be honest, I didn't want to see anyone. Oh, I don't blame him, mate. Yeah, I, I was in so much pain, and it was yeah, fucking. I mean, who I, wants I, there to was you dribbly blood. Out? I was like, you know, I don't fucking. Yeah. To see anyone
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, a, it's a one way to put it. <laughs> but then, I know, I understand that. Like it was, you know, there was there was times there where you know I'd try to call you or, or you would message me or something, and and, <sighs> and you're, I'm sure you're in a lot of pain, and just even just the fact, like you said, you just couldn't talk on the phone because you're in that much pain. Yeah, um, but when I saw you in Brisbane, mate, I come, I, I come down to see you, and um, mate, I, I, I won't lie, mate. Like I, mate, I was fucking shocked too. Yeah. Like, I was shocked, mate. Like, and I, mate, you I was, didn't
1: show it though, so I was like, huh? okay, well, you didn't really show it, like, no, I'll I didn't want it. I'll look for that shock. Yeah. like. no, I was, I, was hi- I
0: can, I, mate, you know, years of being a funeral yeah, director, mate. Yeah. I can hide that shit. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, get <laughs> I it. can put, I, get, I got a good yeah, poker yeah, face, yeah, mate. Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie, I was fucking probably one. Boy, one was the worst one. Everybody. One swallow off a tear, mate. Oh so, shit! So, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I had to, yeah, I had to fucking swallow a couple of fucking lead weights for that one. <laughs> but, Wait, I
1: haven't really put much weight on since, either. No, ever. but
0: yeah, but it's funny though. The difference between when I first saw you at the hospital, yeah, and when I saw you this afternoon, yeah. Like I can see a difference in you, Oh, that's and like it's, yeah. like it's like slow. It's a small, difference. yeah. But it's a sm- but for instance, for instance, you don't have the fluid <laughs> retention on your yeah, legs. And the legs. Yeah, a little worse. You've got better color in your skin again. Yeah, yeah. You look. I. I mean, I don't know. You probably may have lost some weight um, since I last seen you, but you look better. Your yeah. skin looks better. Yeah. Your eyes look better. Your face looks yeah. better.
1: Yeah, it was quite um, and I it was and look pale. Yeah, yeah,
0: of course. And like you know, being stuck in. Stuck in a hospital for eight weeks itself, under n- non-natural light. And,
1: yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, I was getting out there on the school. Oh yeah, yeah. We, yeah.
0: we went and made yeah. a film at it. Yeah, man, yeah. Terrorizing <laughs> the fuck, fuck that it, was funny playgrounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Super embarrassing,
0: cringe shit. Especially when one of the guys that walked past was the guy that yeah it was my
1: you? nurse. He's like, "Was that you, <laughs> fucking?" I'm like, "Yeah, man." He's just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, do we need to treat you for something else or not? Schizophrenia. <laughs> just the colitis, bro. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that was fucking funny, yeah, man. No. I, I had a blast doing that. That was yeah. the first time I'd actually used those scooters, <laughs> hired those scooters. Yeah,
1: man. No, they're good fun. And they're a good way to get around town, too. I don't know. I, yeah. I realise that.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's what I did. And that's when I oh, – that was the – well, it was the second time we did the other day. Yeah. And then we went, uh, and then in between, so you got let out on day release. We escaped the hospital for the day. Yeah. And then we went over to see Hazel. Yeah, the at cancer the, council. At the council. Shout yeah. out to them too, mate. Yeah. Uh, keep putting they're up a place, eh? Yeah,
1: they're fucking so good. Um, They help out anyone with cancer. It's like a, a travel subsidy scheme as well. But like you free Beautiful. flight there and like to have your partner there and shit is, is awesome, man. They, they put them up.
0: But well, you know, you hear about you hear about all the time about these places yeah. wanting donations, yeah, yeah, and, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you don't. That's know, the only one I'll donate. So well, I mean, like I've seen the Red proof Cross. in the. I've yeah. seen. The <laughs> no, I <laughs> shouldn't say that. I, Edit that I, out of that one No, I uh, nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Well the, the <laughs> no.
1: bushfires are a big thing for me, I'm like, hmm. all right, guys, like, what the fuck? You have yeah. fifty million dollars, and you're not giving out any of it. You're gonna hold it for the next one. What's the next one gonna be? Fuck it. <laughs> Shit, we almost lost all of our fucking koalas and kangaroos here. Like, you just going to wait for the next one? Like, we had 1% low. How was <laughs> had... When do you, when yeah, do you like, release oh, it? Yeah, right, how bad is the next one going to be? Funk.
0: Well, it was good to actually see the proof in the pudding, man. Even for myself, like, you know, like over the years of me doing funerals and stuff, like you'd see there'd always be a a donation bin or something or like yeah. a envelopes at the front of the funeral at the at the chapel for people to make a donation to yeah and like i'll be honest i was a little bit ignorant of it all the time like i didn't really think too much of it but next time i actually go and do something like that i might yeah. even actually throw a donation at purely for the fact that i've seen it yeah. I've, I've witnessed it with your with yeah. your situation with hazel then putting hazel up in that unit yeah. Uh. So it's actually good to see where it actually goes places. You yeah. Know? Like it's it's actually amazing. So shout out to them for that yeah. too. That was amazing. Yeah. To actually witness it.
1: They've been good there. There's a mm. dude, Bill. He's like the groundskeeper. He drives everyone on the bus to the hospital and stuff. But he's a really awesome dude. Real upbeat. Yeah. You can always hear him from like as soon as you get there. He's very boisterous, but he's he's an awesome guy.
0: And um and also too, so the day that I came and seen you is the day after that you, uh, just bear with me one sec. That you ran into, um, yeah, the the fellow from the Australian Skin Cancer Foundation. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Jay Allen. Um, he's like uh, essentially been following my whole story. um yeah. Like the, from the beginning really. Um, I guess so once it made it on like sunrise and all that, he kind of reached out to me just to start with just to say like you know g- g'day and like, yeah you know just showing his support really just just uh being there just told me that you know a little bit about himself and how he's been through something similar um but yeah he, he doesn't know me or anything and um You know, for him to go out of his way like he has, like he's got his own little foundation going. Um, And
0: that what's that? Is that is it the Australian Skin Care Cancer Foundation? Yeah, that's
1: it. Yeah, that's his. Um, he just like wanted to meet up, like at the hospital. Um, like yeah, no worries. Like he so happened to be in Brisbane at the time. The um,
0: what was it? The Magic Round.
1: Yeah, when you were there. That's what I was there for too. And um, yeah, he wanted to meet up and um, say good day, and you come in and. Said that, you know he beforehand he said he, he was going to support me and stuff like that. When That's I lovely, dad. mate. He's, yeah, man. And like just did a couple of posts on his page, and you know, then a lot of people started to reach out to me with comments and that, and a few donations here and there, which really helped out. Like it helped Hazel stay there, you know, for yeah, the, of for, course, for the time that she was there.
0: Um, also, too, like he he put a post up on, on his Facebook page and the Australian Skin Cancer Foundation uh thing with a, with a good support post as well for you yeah, yeah. so shout out to him what's his name again it's jay allen jay or allen the melanoma man the melanoma man yeah that's who shout it was out on to on that Instagram, legend facebook he so uh so does he take donations and stuff like that as well yeah or? he does yeah, yeah so yeah. We'll, we'll put something up there about that too for the australian skin cancer foundation Shout out to that man doing amazing things as well. Yeah,
1: he's an awesome dude. Like Is he? Uh, yeah, well I just I met him and we clicked straight away, but like yeah, it was like we'd known each other for years, so it wasn't weird around. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: of course. No, that's great, mate. That's fantastic. So, so the lo- so the, let's let's get into your latest diagnosis. So, yeah. so after so what so how come um, cuz you weren't after the operation they were going to not give you a pet scan for a while, were they? Is that what
1: yeah, I think they're like, um, or they
0: just or they're just eager to find out what was going on. Well,
1: I just assumed well, it wasn't. I was told that like you know, PET scans they have got a lot of uh, radioactive. It's a radioactive dye that they inject you with, and yeah. it's like it, it can actually cause more cancer. Like okay. even you know some of the treatments that I've had, like the um, can cause more cancer as well. The chemo and immunotherapy based tablets can cause more cancer. Like there's a lot of shit that you're using that. Yeah, cause more cancer. Um, so they kind of want uh, to tone it back on that, and only use it, use those, you know, those tools when they have to. Um, but because like they were, yeah, they were eager to find out where it was. Uh, people with like cancer that's progressed, um, yes. further, they will tend to, you know, ask you to sign a, a waiver and. Oh, yeah, okay, radio. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yep, and then like see So jump you out
0: further. So you go in for your diagnosis, right yeah, now. Yeah. How are you feeling about that? What What, what were your oh, thoughts? Okay, before the scan, yeah, did you have? What were you thinking? Uh, I'd love to know. Scan, I'd love to know what you th- what your thought
1: before the scan. I was a wreck, man. Like yeah. I was just so worn out. To be honest, man, I was just thinking about the needles. I didn't want. Yeah. To, I was okay. fucking so over the, the, needles, the needles, man. Yeah. yeah, um, and that it's funny because when you get, for me, like when you tend to get over something, that seems to happen. Like you know, you have more issues with that that problem but uh yeah i was i was getting sick of the needles and then yeah the more i got sick of them the more they would fucking miss the vein or you know it was mainly missing the vein all the time when they were trying to find the vein they couldn't find it in and out in
0: and out then they'd
1: find someone else and that doctor couldn't find the vein and then i'd get an ultrasound and like then I'd find it. If but that like,
0: doesn't give you a needle, yeah, every, I don't yeah, know what the every, fuck does. It was like,
1: because I was so dehydrated as well, like yeah. malnourished, was, I can understand why they'll find it harder and harder. But towards the end when I was like, I went in for my MRI uh, that week um, and I had to put a, a cannula in me. Um, and she missed the vein and then the old mate found the vein. But then after that, like he pulled it out and his just, blood just went everywhere. I don't know. Jesus. like it, the, the vein just collapsed. But... um yeah, that was my main issue. Was just oh, fuck, not another needle. Yeah. Um, and then after that, it was sweet. <laughs> I was just, I was just like, okay, like it'll be interesting to see where this one's at.
0: Um, did, and uh, did were you positive really, about it?
1: I don't, to be honest, man. I just don't think about it. Yeah. I just try not to think about it. I try not to put any energy into fucking worrying about where it's going to be at. I think about just something completely different, like a video, like the next stupid thing I'm gonna do with my videos and that. Yeah. Until I in that moment and they show me the results and then then I'm kinda like, okay, I'll take that in.
0: Yeah. Um And was that that was your demeanor? Is that was that your was that your mentality? That's been my mentality. The whole time, it. right? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just yeah. like don't give it any energy until you see what's right in front of you, the proof and
0: all right. that shit. Yeah. Well it's a testament to the way that you yeah. handled it, mate, yeah. Just ignorance is bliss, mate. yeah. Well, yeah, in one way, I guess yeah. that's a good way to look at it. But also, too, just I guess your sheer determination, mate. Like you said, to just take this one thing at a time, and then from that point, that's oh, how I'll tackle it.
1: Yeah. And yeah, not. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So when you got the results, yeah. What, what the fuck? <laughs> I was exactly. That. I
1: said, "What the fuck?" Because I was like, "What do I do now? I gotta look for a job and shit." <laughs> yeah. I gotta fucking. I gotta like, <laughs> <I'm> gonna, like <laughs> s- fucking, you know. Start looking for a house and oh, just all this shit, yeah, all this pointless stuff that like you shouldn't be worrying about right now. But yeah. I was just like, man, I'm gonna have to find somewhere to rent the shit. <laughs> so yeah, like it was kind of easy to to be like on that checkout. here to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. I I mean, this seems a not very optimistic, but I kind of feel like old mate jumped the gun a bit when he's okay. like.
0: Yeah, obviously. Look, let's let's be honest. Like, we're not. You're not out of the woods yet. Yeah, no. Nah. You're not out of the woods.
1: No, nah. and I feel like the du- the double dose was like that was, yeah. you know, it did a lot of damage to me. But yet, it's still. You know, you could, there's two ways you could look at it. You could look at it like, oh, it's almost gotten rid of. You know, it shrunk everything. Mm-hmm. It's almost gotten rid of everything. Or also, you could look at it like, fuck, I took double dose and it's wrecked my yeah. guts and almost got rid of everything but it's not gone it's still there so
0: yeah of course so there's still the element of it there yeah there's still some we're just it's not well, they're saying there's some uh just on the on the lungs yeah
1: lymph nodes of the lungs man. yeah
0: yeah uh, lighting up which is
1: actually so that's where it spread to it wasn't actually it wasn't there beforehand that's okay. the new place that it spread to so it seems to be like chasing it around chasing it around yeah it's weird
0: playing a bit of a like cat and mouse yeah yeah <laughs> So So
1: every time it gets it, it seems like it's chasing and getting a bit more and a bit more. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So 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 you receive this news, which is positive stuff. Yeah. This is fucking amazing, yeah. Mate. Like considering yeah. Yeah. what the previous PET scam was and what yeah. the current one is, is fucking amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. and yeah. like, you know,
1: like the way I look at it is like it was spread out everywhere, man. Like it was, mm. you know, in the lymph nodes everywhere, but it was spread out kind of evenly. You could see in like the scans, like kind of the dots are all spread out kind of evenly throughout the lymph nodes. Yeah. Then the, the third scan, it shows that it was all pushed up into like up near the, the heart area. Wow. Um, and then a little bit in the neck, but it was like quite a large, you know, dark spot. Yep. And then this most recent one, it, it's just like in the lungs like um sure. a few lymph nodes in the lungs there but like a lot of the 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 darkness is gone so that's fucking amazing
0: dude yeah it I really so. is yeah yeah um and so from this point moving forward uh what what have they and let's be uh, let's be uh, specific too. Are you are you're still dealing with brisbane or you're dealing with rocky at the moment that's, well, that's
1: so, a bit of a, t- a, yeah, a grey area. Yeah, it's a grey area, man, because I'm supposed to be hearing from Brisbane. Like they're supposed yeah. to uh, – I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be getting a letter or getting a call, but like they did say that to reach out to me. Um, yeah. And also uh, they did seem like they did want me to get in contact with my local oncologist because I'm a resident here and not Brisbane.
0: But uh, What they would w- you prefer?
1: I'd rather go to Brisbane. I'd rather – like uh, that's where I got the fucking help. So yeah. I'd rather just – Say that i live in brisbane and then
0: yeah like we'll just start telling people that's where you live eh? yeah one of your mates address yeah <laughs> yeah man um
1: and then you go see someone there i don't know what treatment they're gonna put yeah me on, so but
0: you but it's up in the air as to what sort of treatment you're yeah, gonna get exactly. from this point on. you're not yeah. too sure yet well this they wouldn't is put
1: me on the same stuff obvi- like, yeah i, I can see so. why yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Yeah, it's essentially the thing that's fucking put you in this situation is this the very thing that fucking prevented you? Yeah, and that's so a,
1: like I I don't understand that like all of these treatments also have side effects that like are just fucking horrific, man. Like I, I've been speaking to one dude and his um, cousin, um, she's gone. Uh, partially blind and permanently deaf in both ears from immunotherapy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all these treatments that you know offer like hope, but then when you're on them, then you find out all these fucking horror stories. It's like, yeah. man, your your life's at risk. Yeah, just taking the shit. Yeah, yeah. So like even the um the targeted therapy, the tablets that are on, like they tried to slowly get me into that, but man, like it, it was like distorting my vision and blurring my vision and all that I'm like, I had to call the ambulance was Like this I remember you telling me second that second day yeah and I was like fuck there's like you know colour dist- distortion as well Um, and then after that like I started feeling really ill and yeah. so yeah they um, six days they tried to put me on that and yeah it didn't work I had to come off that as well
0: so you so you're still in a bit of a in a little bit of a yeah, grey area grey like, area yeah, loss, yeah
1: I don't know yeah. What they're gonna use, but I'm kind of fucking. That's the most concern I've been actually is like, what are they gonna put me on next, and like, sure where, what's it gonna do to me? Like, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. What um did you? Uh, I mean, from a from the outside looking in, I think you looked the most positive that I've seen you in a long time, dude. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, 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 hundred percent. And uh, it's a credit to you. It's a credit to you to you. Um,
1: Thought process. (laughs) Thought process
0: is one definitely. Yeah. Your. Which uh, isn't one. Your mental will, because mate, I know for a fact that there would have been other. There would have broken a lot of people. Yeah, I've heard about. Yeah. You've heard. Yeah. You've heard that from other people. Yeah, yeah. I could imagine you would, mate. Like, I'm not. I'm not kidding, bro. Like, I've seen. I've seen some tough people, mate. Like, tough people over the years go through some tough shit. Yeah. And mate, I put you right up there. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's a credit to you, brother. Yeah, cheers, man. Yeah, so, mate, that's. uh, I feel like crazy, bro.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not until you're put under the pressure that, like, you know, that you've got to step up. You feel like, I feel like everyone. I feel like a lot of people have it in them, man. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's probably then. That's what it might have done, mate. That something like that might have fueled or fired that in a. Strength that was required to get to this point in your life right now, where you're at. Yeah, you know, to get through it and so essentially survive it, mate. Yeah, because like you know, the, the you know, it's the mind, it's the mind and the body are the two things that run together, mate. I mean, if the mind's failing, the body's gonna fail. Yeah, you know, and you know, this and vice versa, you know. But I think having that strong mind, mates, like Mind of course, over matter. Mind over the matter, yeah, for sure. Which I'm gonna have a fucking shot. <laughs> Uh, because i went <laughs> oh, i can't man and, oh, no, right, can't. Yeah, i know you can't i'll have one I for still you don't drink, so. yeah that's no, good um so i went and bought this bottle of tequila today to look all fancy on the um on the, <laughs> the i oh, must put a shout out to the coffin lid coffee table that we um made with some bedside tables it's a good touch not bad eh? yeah man. and then we even put a, our own um that's a uh nameplate that we would use for a coffin. So yeah. we've got the nameplate on the coffin and the on the nameplate it says my story has been told. Dead ass podcast. Yeah. So this is a cele- celebratory shot for you, mate. Cheers, with my Don Julio. This thing tastes and smells <laughs> like absolute <laughs> dog shit.
1: Wait, so you can do that you're going to do the same shot every podcast? Is no, oh, it depends.
0: Like, Those celebratory ones. Yeah, right. So this is for you, mate. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, mate. Very well,
1: but I feel bad because, like, you're supposed to cheers <laughs> with someone or it's bad luck.
0: Uh, it, no, nah, well, I'll just pour a little bit on, on the floor <laughs> there for the people that we love and the people that we lost. For the homies. <laughs> yeah, for the homies. Nah, that's for real. Yeah, so cheers, mate. That, was, um, that cleared the vocal cords.
1: <laughs> is that your first shot Oh, it's not it well like
0: i did a have a taste test of it earlier yeah. so i knew what to expect yeah but um yeah that's that's terrible yeah and that was a night that was a 90 bottle of piss fucking that was on special that was on special save seven bucks oh, so but mate it's been an absolute fucking pleasure cheers man to have you on bro our very first guest yeah sick. A, a, essentially this was built around our conversations that we had when you were going through your journey, bro. Yeah. But, mate, thank you so much for being a part of it, mate. Today it's been a real honour. We've been talking about this for ages, dude, and I was just so fucking pumped that you got to get back up to Rocky and... Get to spend this time with me and to share that shit with me, I really appreciate, it, bro. I love you heaps, man. Love you too. You're dude. a fucking legend, and you yeah. are. You're, a, <laughs> mate. You're a. You're an inspiration <laughs> too, bro. You're yeah, an inspiration yeah. to people that anyone that's going through that stuff, mate. That, that um, and just people in life in general. You know, anyone that's going through a tough spot, you know, have take take a little leaf out of your book, mate. Yeah. And um, you know, it's it's fucking amazing, bro. So, thank you very much. And me. we'll definitely have you on again, brother. Hell and yeah. then for every guest that comes on, what we do is we give it, give you a little present. So this is what we do. So here we engrave a nameplate oh, for you. Way. That's <laughs> so, sick. So here it is. Here, fuck yeah, <laughs> Nico. <laughs> that's
1: it. Where's that? Where are you gonna Dead put ass it?
0: podcast? That's for you, bro. Yeah,
1: but where, oh, I get so to take it. So you get you
0: get to take it. So oh, you get okay. your own nameplate yeah. engraved, which would they would be put on coffins, but. That's as a, a little, gonna as gonna a little like, gift.
1: Yeah, I thought you were going to go with like...
0: Oh, well, I mean, we could put it up there if you want to, but it what? wouldn't take long before we fill that, fucker. Yeah, I
1: know. But you could just go like put more room in it.
0: Yeah, I suppose we could do that. What would you like? Would you like to have it or would you like to put it on the wall? Uh, let's put it on the wall. Put it on the wall? Yeah, right. All right, we'll, we'll put let's it on Let's go
1: wall. with that and then see where that goes. Yeah, all right, sounds
0: good. But essentially, every guest, that's what they're going to get, one of these with a name yeah, on a coffin. yes. Yeah nameplate so yeah fuck
1: yeah (laughs) that's so cool give us a feel of that. have
0: a a feel and it's all inscribed in old english fuck where should i where can i put it We can put it on top of your bed ed
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're about to get a new bed like a new bed yeah yeah there you go fucking now let's be (laughs) on the
0: headboard i love that so well what we'll do um so We'll keep uh, updated. So also too, as we were saying before, we mentioned that um, you were saying that after you got that diagnosis, yeah. a positive one that you're like, fuck, I'm going to have to get a job now. Yeah. I'm going to have to do some other yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, you know, we were talking about that on the phone too. And I was saying to you, man, like you've got a fucking natural talent for this stuff. Like fantastic. Yeah. So as part of that, uh, moving forward with this, I'm going to employ you for media stuff. So yeah. you you'll be seeing Nico's name throughout the series, throughout the yeah. info, all over the joint. Yeah. So And then we'll also get you back on for progress as well to see what's going on, see how your treatments are going, see how everything is, and give people um, an update on what's happening. Fuck okay, yeah, man. Sounds awesome. Awesome, brother. Hell Cheers, yeah, man. Oh yeah, cool. Thank all thank right, you. thanks. That's great. Cheers. That's a wrap. Peace. Much Peace. love. Peace. Dead <laughs> Deadass. podcast. Oh one twenty three, 23, baby. World wide. <laughs> Prestige. <laughs>